Welcome to the Savage Podcast. I am your host, as always, Matt McChesney, coming to you from the lab down here at 60 Football Academy in Portland, Colorado. Make sure you check out everything at 60 Academy on Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok machine, uh, and also the YouTube page, the, the Savage Podcast, 60 Academy there, uh, as well as everything else that we do. Um, it is my honor and pleasure to have my brother from another mother, uh, Lawrence Vickers, on the show again today. Once a year, we we always check in with LV. Uh, Lawrence and I were teammates uh, up at the University of Colorado together. Uh, and then LV had, what, an eight-year NFL career, right? Eight. Eight. Eight, eight good solid years. good seasons. Eight solid good seasons playing the fullback position in the National Football League from the Cleveland Browns to the Houston Texans and the Dallas Cowboys. So any of you Buffalo fans or any of you NFL fans know that uh, Lawrence Vickers and I are cut from the same jib. We both think the same. That's why we're, that's why we're brothers. Uh, we played in an era at CU where, you know, it was, there was no fucking around. We were up there to kick your ass and we did a good job of it. Uh, and since, you know, since those days, they've fallen on hard times and we're going to get into CU right off the bat now uh, and talk about coach prime and everything they're doing up there and just bring in a, a CU great in Lawrence Vickers to talk about, uh, all this. So right off the bat, LV, bro, how excited are you to get a guy like fucking Deion Sanders to be our head coach? Like when you heard about it, were you like, come on, dog, we're going to get Deion Sanders to be our head coach? That ain't real. Let me say this. As soon as I heard it, I said, we we do some shit like that. We changing the culture around here for real. Real. So like, as a player, when you sit back and you know some moves are like that's a calculated move. That means you're going in the right direction. You got your mind made up. You tired of losing. You finna go do what you gotta do. So when our university made that decision, man, I couldn't do nothing but salute it, man. Shit. I mean, who wouldn't want to play for prime? Shit. I would have exactly. wanted to <laughs> I mean, and just think about it like this: all the guys he's brought in from all the transfers and getting his son and Travis Hunter and this McLean kid from the U, a five-star corner, flipping him. I, I was up there last Saturday for Junior Day and had a bunch of my my Colorado guys up there. Number one tackle in the country's there. Now the number one athlete in the country's there. The like top five quarterback, number one linebacker. It it looked like even in more advanced, like like recruiting weekend, like we used to have back in the day, back in the day. Excuse me, like the guys they were bringing in are NFL players. And that's the caliber of guy that we played with when we were up there, both of us being league guys with our pensions. And and that's I think that's what, what Prime is trying to bring again back to Boulder, not just recruiting nice guys with good grade point averages, but recruiting, yeah. you know, like Coach Barnett used to say all the time, I'm here to reform them as much as I am to recruit them. So, like, exactly. you and I both step into that box big time. So, look, yes. when it comes down to it, just – Elaborate on on this point, okay? Being being, okay. being a black man from Houston, the University of Colorado is now the first major Division One program to hire three straight African American coaches. On top of that, Rick George went out and hired a guy in Deion Sanders that, like Auburn, told him, like, "Oh, well, we don't know if you're experienced enough, or we don't like the social media, yada 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 yada." What, like, the importance of Colorado making this move? How how do you think that separates Colorado from the rest of the the, uh, the programs in the country I'll because they're going to do this? I'll tell you why. 
I think it's a mutual love and respect for each other because obviously, you know, Dion played with a lot of guys in the league that, you know, came from the University of Colorado. Yep. You know, it's a lot of guys respected within that coaching field from the University of Colorado. You know, you got Eric Bianami. You got Van Joseph. Yep. You feel me? You got Drew man, I, can, I, I, can, I can keep I can keep going, man. I can keep going. Embry, you got you got so many people, bro, that come from that tree that these guys know each other. And from being ex-athletes, and just you know, as athletes, we know when you put a coach in there, what you're saying. We know what that means. You know, it says something different. But the coaches they went got mean they bringing a different attitude to Boulder, period, man, as far as being for us. Look at the attitude, you know, like Boulder is dominant white. Let's just get it. Oh, out it's of not you know, dominant but, white, it's 99% white, dog. Like I, I, rem you I remember go. you feel me? I remember back in the day walking down the street with you and Jesse Wallace, a couple other guys, and like the cops fucking with y'all and just letting us leave. And I'm like, hold on a second. These that's yes. my brother who plays with me. So, like, I, I think it's yes. really important uh, for, for Rick George to it's make really. this move and for the University of Colorado to make this move. And, he, you know, his coaching staff is deep. He went out and got Willie Taggart, ex-head coach. He went out and got Zach Lewis, who was the current head coach at Kent State, to come in and be the OC. So he's got multiple head coaches on his staff. How do you think, like, with the transfers and all these new cats he's bringing in, he's totally flipped the roster They've got the number one transfer portal class in football. We saw USC last year and TCU go out and fortify their teams with, with transfer portal guys and blow up. How do you think they're exactly. going to do that, Joe I to, to, to be, and this is being all the way honest. Say, man, what, what, uh, what's, what's prime, uh, 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 a new slogan? Uh, change, change is going to come. Coming, uh, baby. We coming. We coming. We coming. We, bro, we coming. We coming, man. I understand it. I respect that. All them, all them bullshit conversations dudes used to want to have, they mad at us now, bro. Like, come on. Come on, Chance. Let's keep it 100. All the dudes you know you play with used to kick shit on us about Colorado. Bro. Constantly. I must have lost, lost $10,000 in bets in my NFL career. Come on. So now with what Prime doing, and we've been saying as players all along, man, you got to get some dogs in here, man. It's time for some motherfuckers who ain't got no other. This is their only chance to do whatever it is that they need to do in life to change life for their family. And they're going to take this opportunity and make the best of it because Boulder is an awesome place. And I say this, and, and I say this in, in the most respectful way possible. If you can make it in Boulder, you can make it anywhere. Amen and that, that is the realest, that is the realest shit that my dad told me that I kept for forever. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, man. So, okay, so what, what do you think is attracting these kids to prime that, that you know, makes them drop the University besides of Miami him, and transfer in? And, besides him being prime? I mean, okay. besides him being the coach, look, be, be, there's a, a lot of coach. players well, there's a lot of ex-players that aren't good coaches. Like, why Why does Prime have this I'll kind tell of you, The energy. The energy yeah. he brings. His vision and saying what he going to do and, and sticking to that. Like, you know, as a young man, you look for a dude who say something and, and stand on what he say. 
That's what the young dudes look for. He definitely stand on what he say. He's a representation of of the NFL. He's one of the most dominant corners in the NFL. He's a fucking Hall of Famer. And what is it that what is it that you can't get from this man? What info you can't get? Connections. Look at look look at look at all the opportunities that are going to be available for you because when they go on, when they go on uh, YouTube, they see Prime every day too, just like everybody else. Shit. So why why do you think so many other schools had a problem with the social media part? Because I look, I, I'm huge on social they media. Have a I really problem if it. they ain't doing it. People have a so problem with things that they thing. ain't doing. It's just ego. Let me huh? say this. Okay, okay. Put it put it like this. You know, Prime always been in your face, right? Yeah. He always been in your face. And it's always worked. That's always <laughs> positive. But but positive or negative, it worked. It and, worked. Oh, I, I shouldn't say it's always positive. It's always honest. Like that. That's one of the things that I really oh, love man. about him. And and look, everything he says he's gonna do, that shit works. Like you said, like he went to Jackson State and said, "We're gonna turn it around. We're gonna get five star kids. We're gonna turn this place into a mecca." Bam. Like, if he can go to Jackson State and turn that place into what it was, bro, what is, is this? Why can they do it in Colorado with everything he needs? With, with everything, just, just like he said, he got everything he needs plus more there, right? Now he going to do his job. Like he say, man, he bringing a, a, a boulder party everywhere, man. People, man, this ain't the first time Colorado been hot like this, man. We can go back to the gap when they was hot like this. Everybody was wearing, I'm talking about people on the West Coast wearing Colorado shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And people are just going to be jealous, bro, if you the next thing to talk about, bro. We ain't talking about no Saban. We ain't talking about no Georgia. We ain't talking about... We talking about one of the, the, the teams that was the sorriest in, in, in college this year. But guess what? Oh, that's it's over with now. That's so it's over with. I've been people saying he's won. Play for him. He's won the offseason. He hasn't even done anything yet. He hasn't played a game. That's he hasn't it. played the spring game yet. He's bringing in players like left and right. Guys want to play for yes. him now. What? So, yes. okay, you're from Houston. Uh, you know, the down south, the, the, there are players everywhere. There's dudes literally everywhere that can play. Everywhere. Do you uh, just – have you noticed a difference in the last, like, three months since he got hired? Just in in the sure. you know, people people wearing six like people wearing Colorado gear, liking the university, like are people jumping on the bandwagon down south the way they are? Out of west? course, they jump. Yeah. Man, do you know how bad my DM? <laughs> man, when prime sign, when prime sign, my DMs went off. My DMs went off. You know, because a lot of people know. You know me, woo. You know, just from the city, they know yep. we always go down there and we always popping shit by Colorado. You know, like these are things that they know. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that the fact that it's prime, the fact that he changes the culture, the music, even the scenery feel different. You know what I'm Everything. saying? Man, look at the basketball game. Did you see the basketball game? They went off. Did, dog. You, see, did you see it? It was awesome. It was fucking incredible, dog. Like, look. Bro, so like, I, I walked. Last I've Saturday, been in I, Colorado for the last twenty five years, bro. I've yep. never seen a basketball game like that, bro. To the to the brand, people freaking the fuck out. Coach Prime, ah! it was fucking insane. 
He the so mayor, what, man. The man, the mayor, man. I went. We went up last two Saturdays ago to the junior day, like I said, and just the the feeling in the room, dog. It's like, yeah. It, it in the past we've always we've talked about like I think that they can win six games and get to a bowl game and yada yada. Like, let's hope. Now the expectation level is not hope anymore. Now it's like, okay, I look at the schedule and I go. Yeah, the Oregon USC game is going to be pretty tough, but we can beat them too. That Utah game yeah. is going to be pretty tough. We can beat them. Like I think we can win every game now, based on the fact that we've got elite players at good positions, a great coach, great assistants. Do you know? Do you know much about Shador Sanders? Have you watched him? I watched him. Let me say, um, um, what I have to say about him is yeah, this. The, court, the quarterback. He's a special. I watched player. him. I watch. I watch. I watch his training. I watch his training. I watch his training. I actually watch him in a game. And he's what you call a leader, but leads by example. Meaning, you can't look at him and say, oh, well, he wasn't necklace. He was Man, guess what? The man, every time you send him, he watching film. He breaking down film. He'll fly here, then go train. And I'm in Houston. I know he'd be here training. You see what oh, I'm saying? He like, stays working he on his craft. He stays... He stays, he stays working on his craft. He's consistent. He's motivated. And in his mind, he's dead. So in anything, when you believe in yourself, when you believe in yourself first, and everything that come out of his pop's mouth, he like, yes, yes, yes. It ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no, oh man, now you he understands everything I'm getting fed. I'm getting fed by one of the greatest. This is the best food I could possibly eat. This is the food that's going to nurture me and get me to where I want to go. And yes, he sir. wants it that bad to where it seems so easy to him. Only because he wants it. He got heart, and bro. I say to the, he got heart. He wants it. And he ain't, he built like that, man. That young man built like that, man. He want all the smoke. He built like that. He gonna stand on what it is. He he stood in there when they won a mile. He stood in there when they lost. Yep. And all I can say is he kept the same face. He keep his same poker face all the time. And that's what you need in a quarterback, man. You need it. That. But I to think piggyback on to piggy to piggyback on what you were saying about yep. the feeling you get, like just me listening to him, I believe. And it's not. It's this thing when people say certain shit and you know it's the truth and you know they mean it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's satisfying in itself. So I hey man, I I I text Rick and tell him I think he did a, a hell of a job. I, I see the direction he's going in. I'm proud and I'm proud of the way the university is taking a step. And guess what? Guys know now they come to Colorado, they can't come with that bullshit. If no you bullshit. ain't coming, if you ain't coming, if you ain't coming. With a huge bag that you can dig in and you got all type of shit in that bag to use, you can't come no more, man. Yeah. This ain't where you come get no free education and just get to lose all the games and Thank get you. all the benefits. Now, nah, this ain't that shit, man. That is not the house we built, man. That no, we, is not we, the house we this, built, bro. But, well, the house, the house we built was man, based on championships and title games and putting guys into the NFL. So, if, Exactly. Then, like even the generations before us, that that's the house they built. We just we sustained. That's the house they built. Keep building, keep building fucking parts onto it. But you know they fell off hard, and with the exception of the 2016 year, it was it was bad for a long time. It's amazing to me that they can turn it around this fast, and they haven't even played a game yet. 
Can you imagine yes. how good they're going to be when they start winning? Like, look, the TCU game, I'm sure you're going to find a way to be at that one because being in Texas. And then they have Nebraska at oh, home for and sure. TSU at home. So those first three, you're playing a team that played for the national title, your biggest rival, and then your second biggest rival in three weeks. So just how excited are you for that stretch of that gambit? And then I'm excited. This- I'm excited. I'm excited. But again, I'm not. I understand time frame. I understand chemistry. Okay, Makes sense. So what, you're, so, you're like, should I temper my expectations? So I'm giving my expectations are we're going to win right now. But I'm yes. not going to beat the. I'm not going to beat the door down if it don't happen like that because it's a vision. It's a process. It's a process. It's going to take a while for the chemistry to hit. And who knows? It might hit right off the jump and just jump out there. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't just hit like how everybody wants, I'm not jumping back to that dark side. No, I'm staying oh, no, consistent no. with what I know that they have. Yeah. You feel the, the, me? The dark side. You feel gone. me? Like, like because the negative part is gone. It, it's it's been it, yes. It's, I would never. I would never be there. I would never be there. And and he he I got would never rid be of that. that but he came in. He came yes. in and said, it's over. We're not doing that anymore. These fans and the alum aren't yes. going to suffer through this anymore, which I really loved. So talk about uh, it. The TCU game is what it is. It's going to be a nationally broadcast. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to try and get down there and go to that with you. Um, the Nebraska game, though, there's especially Nebraska and CU. Just try to try to elaborate. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Try to elaborate. <laughs> try to elaborate to Buffalo country here and to all of our fans and everybody around the country exactly what those two games mean to guys like us. Okay. You you want you want Nebraska and Colorado State? Go go Nebraska first and then we'll talk about the Babas. Okay. All right. Nebraska. Okay. Like, just let me say this. If you're a football player and you come from the University of Colorado, like we do, I'm talking about real black and gold, you know, and you bleed that shit for real. The Nebraska game is the biggest, the biggest bully that tried to pick on like the little kids in the class. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the, it's the guy that talks too much shit but can't back it up. It's the, it's the. It's to sit your little ass down. It's my turn. You know? Mm-hmm. It's the... It's the... It's definitely the bragging rights for shit show. Oh, dude. But... But the demeanor of it, and then it came on Thanksgiving. We were supposed to be giving thanks. We was giving thanks to kicking that ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting us stop on you on Turkey Day while everybody else watching. It, <laughs> you, you, do, you, do you understand? Like, it's a different ball... Okay, it's it's a different ball between Colorado State. Colorado State, like your little brother, they think he getting big. That's uh, you know, of course, brothers fight to the death. But uh, that's my little brother. I've been whooping his ass my whole life. Mm-hmm. I ain't tripping on that. But this Nebraska game is, oh y'all thought y'all was dead, but y'all not. Y'all come over here to the dark side. Let us show y'all what's up. You feel me? Because it's, it's it, it always was our our blackout game, unless oh, we had to go there when we had to wear white. You know what I'm saying? But even what? in our white, we was a black guy. You know what I mean? So the, the 04 game where when you were a junior and I was a senior where we ended their bowl streak, I've never heard an, a, a stadium more silent than when we were walking off the field after that. 
That that was an incredible. I watched feeling. that game the other day. Was that was y'all saying yeah, I watched it the other yeah. day. We was down there. We were down in Nebraska. Didn't didn't you have like Bobby a 25, 30 yard? Yeah, you had a big ass shit, run bro. You had yeah, a big run in that game, right? Broke that shit and came yeah, up the, the line. Stiff arm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I literally watched this game the other day, bro. And I couldn't tell the difference. Like, I didn't know I played tailback that much. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm in there thinking that's Bobby. And that, that was me a it's couple you. times. I was just like, God damn, you know, okay. So let, okay, let's talk. Big, then let, let's, re let's reiterate that because you brought it up. So the, the most famous play of you playing tailback, in my opinion, came against CSU the next year in Folsom. For sure. Um, with, you know, For we sure. had Shab on the last episode, and he was talking about, you know, just the feeling of, of that game and what it brought and let that play. Just talk about, you know, like to walk us through that play, what Clatt said in the huddle, okay. as important as it was. Like I'm going to give you the whole shenanigan. Yeah, I'm going to give you the real about why I'm going to give you the real why the play was so hot. Okay, we jumped out on them. I already scored a touchdown on their ass. They called it back, so I'm hot about that. Okay, they called my screen pass back, so we were really supposed to be up on them already. They called that. They called that shit back. Okay, so after that, Herbert, which is number six, yeah, yeah. he started balling. He started balling. He made Dusty fumble. One Dusty spread. You remember Dusty? Oh yeah, he made yeah. Dusty I worked, I worked one time. and then and then he picked up um Judge. He picked Judge up and kind of like and tried like to suplex him. Yeah, yep. like he was popping shit. Like he was really <laughs> like that. You feel me? Yep. And prior to the game, we had already been talking about King of the Hill, King of the Hill mentality. You know what I'm saying? We were saying the most physical team was gonna win this shit. So well, rem remember in 04, we fucked them up and stopped them on the goal line. So they had all this like. All this, like, oh, we're gonna come in Animosity. Yeah. Yes. They only they only touched us one time. That was my freshman year. After that, we beat the shit out of them every single year. Let's just be honest. But this year was even, you know, a little bit even more special because we was talking about King of the Hill, the bullet mentality. Coach them had the the trophy and the wives had the little purse shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wanted Miss Barnett to get her bag. Yeah, I mean, I wanted her to get her bag, but. To make a long story short, man, you know I really called Coach to make that play. He wasn't finna do it. He wasn't finna go for it on fourth. He was gonna kick the field goal. Really? I said, man, fuck that, man. Let's run this shit fourth down. I got this shit. I'm literally, you see me on the sideline doing like this. I got this shit. I said, put, I said, put uh, Shab in the game. I'm at tailback. Put Shab in the game. Literally, bro, I'm literally saying this to him. And guess what? Clack came to the Clack when Clack came and held up, he was like, motherfucker, you got what you wanted. You better stop this motherfucker in now. Those when you see Clack doing like that, that's what he's saying. He said, motherfucker, you got what you wanted. You better stop this motherfucker in now. <laughs> and I told him, look, look, everybody, look. everybody on TV seems like nice, tall, good. Crew cut, looking all good in his suit and shit. But we know, we know a dog in Joe Clapp. We know for real, I, motherfucker. I, I, let's I, I, go, I know Joe Clapp. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know Joe Clapp, the, the, the Colorado <laughs> Buffalo. Woo. I know he got the TV and, and all that. But this was one of the moments we was letting our nuts out. Uh -huh. We was not, we was not, we was not going down by any means necessary. So when we get in the huddle, and I'm telling Shaw, I'm like Shaw. All I need you to do is just smash this motherfucker. I don't give a fuck who right there, Shaw. I'm running them over. I'm running them over. I'm running. I'm literally telling them I'm running them over. 
You hear me? So as soon as he say, hey, bro, and I see you, bro, bro, this bitch do like this. Whoop. That's how that bitch just do like this. Shaw come through that bitch, smash him, and I Whoop. see Herbert. When I see Herbert, look, I literally, in my mind, I want to run to the side of him and just go and get in. But I was like, man, fuck this thing. Fuck him. Hey, let's get his back dirty real quick. We're going to make him die with his boots on real quick. <laughs> put that stiff up under that neck. Hey, 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 man, when I put it up on his neck, I felt it. I literally felt it when I put it. I was like, ah, look, it went from this, ah, to this. Right up under his shit. Just, uh, like I'm telling, bro, I felt it. I felt it in my, I felt it in my bones, bro. Like on everything, bro. I felt it in my bones, bro. And still to this day, bro. I'm telling you, bro, that's still one of the hardest run runovers ever. I think it's a it's a top five run in Colorado history, and I don't even know what the other four would be, yes. but it, it's right up there. And it, it's one of the most powerful yes. runs I've ever seen. And and look. And as a rookie, when I was watching it, I was with the Jets, and I, I remember jumping off the sofa like, so we bring this up because the passion that you can feel between the two of us here, this is real, man. You can't fabricate yes. this. This is yes, you can't. Sweat and tears of, you know, like of great moments where we overcome adversity and we win games we're not supposed to. And we, we you know, we, especially in 04 when the whole world was against us. And then also being there in bad times for each other, like the the double overtime loss at Aggie Field when we played AM and like how emotional both of us were afterwards, like like in tears and shit, breaking lockers. That like, was year. Yeah, my senior year, Barnett having to like calm both of us down, take us out of the room, be like, you guys yes. are our leaders, calm down. And we're like, I can't yes. calm down. This shit hurts. <laughs> like so Yes. It, it, I feel like those are the kind of guys they're bringing back into Boulder. And yes. the, the intensity and the fucking the care and the love for your teammates and the love for your university. And, and look, a lot of these guys aren't from Colorado, and that's okay. They come here and they need to learn what it is. And, and Prime, Prime is doing his best to just rejuvenate all this and bring in that yes. positivity and that fire. And I, one of the things I love about him is one of the first thing he says was, we're not going to, we're not here to rebuild. We're here to reload. We're here to win now. We're here to kick ass. Like it really went a long way in, 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 in me, you know, getting behind all this and, and look like I'd say three weeks before they hired him, <clears throat> I was on the phone with Joel and Bloom and some of these other guys yeah. trying to make this happen. And, uh, I remember Joel was like, oh, well, the CU might go the safe route. And I was like, fuck that. Don't go safe. Sell out for greatness. And he's like, I want him to go great. And that we were talking about Dion, and they did. Yeah. So every all the they CU did people it, out bro. there, you get a chance to say thank you to Rick George. Say thank you to you Rick George. To. Thank you, Rick. You got to, man, because. <laughs> thank you, Rick. Bro, I say this. I, I text, um, I email Rick, and I text him. I emailed him, and I text him. And I was just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yes. I'm not saying thank you. I'm not saying thank you, you know, like in no bad way because we lost some good coaches too. You know, like I can't, I, I can't like, you know, like we lost some good dudes. You know what I'm saying? But in, in, in losing those good dudes, I appreciate them making this happen. Yeah, I do you too. Know? So pretty like, incredible. No doubt. 
We really right, so appreciate them making this happen, man. Let's get into the Super Bowl. As always, our show is brought to you by our good friends at Rico's Burritos. Uh, they fuel the Dungeon family down here, so check that out. Uh, Rico's Burritos brings you our Super Bowl talk here as we talk about Super Bowl 57 here on the Sabbath Podcast with my man Lawrence Vickers. Uh, uh, all right, so Super Bowl 57, Kansas City, I'm biased, Mahomes. <laughs> Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. I mean, right off the bat, how do you feel about this game, bro? I think it's pretty incredible. Eric B. Enemy. Eric B. Enemy. See oh, you, yeah. Buff. Come on. Another ring. Like, come on. Like, like. So, okay. Before we get into this, then, this has been a topic of conversation on my radio show. Let's go. Coach radio. Why, why is it that EB keeps getting overlooked for head coaching jobs, dog? Because it's really, it's starting to like, it's starting to bother me internally, LV. I don't think he's getting overlooked. I think he's waiting for the right move. So you think if, it's if EB? you know EB? Okay. If, if, if you, you know, like we know EB, he's very EB gotta be, bro. He makes calculated moves, but it's always the right move to where he's going to be there. EB ain't no get up and move type of person, you know. Like he don't like moving. Oh, he wants he wants and, to you be know, part of something. He, yeah. He's always been like that, you know. Like and he when, wants to be a well with his feet at. Like, that's his home. Yes, yes. Think about it, Minnesota. Minnesota, he, did, he, Kansas City. he was there forever. You so see even, what I'm in, even so, when he was in Boulder, like you remember, like when he went a different direction and left, how fucking upset everybody was. Like, yes. bro, we were like, we were like at almost a mutiny stage. Like, we, wait a second, Eric B. Enemy just left. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, which is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. But 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 so, you so learn. You, you, you learn. Think you to think understand. it's him? Do you think it's him think just being calculated? I think he's waiting for the right job, not just any job. Do you think That's maybe it's when from, Andy Reid steps him, back from Kansas from me City? Knowing him? He takes nah. that job? Nah. Andy nah. Ain't going I don't see Andy Reid. I don't see Andy Reid stepping the fuck back. Yeah, why would you leave? <laughs> yeah, I don't see Andy now. Now, if, if Andy did decide to leave or say, you know, if he get this ring, he done. Yeah, I can see him doing it. Most definitely. But I think it's more of the right situation. I just think he's just waiting on the right situation. He's always been a calculated dude. And then where he up, he go, he going to want to win. You know, EB ain't no fucking loser. He ain't no oh, loser by far yeah. at all. Any, anywhere, he's a anywhere winner. The enemy goes, he's a done. winner. Period. He's you're a winner. Wherever he goes. Okay, so let's I don't get think he was done. I, I, I don't think he was done learning, too. I think he wanted to pick up a couple of more things, too. You know, at, and, at, and there's at no more, you're gonna learn a few more, more tools to his belt. Andy Reid's an exactly. So, okay, so then exactly. look, you, you know the way I'm going to go on this. I, I love EB, but the, I just think that the offensive and defensive lines for Philadelphia are too good. Tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. You just asked me what I thought. Yeah. So I have two answers. If I'm betting, if I'm betting and it's going betting. for the money, I'm going Philly. Okay. Well, my heart, my heart, if I go with my heart, I'm going Kansas City because that's where the love is. My coach is there. Right. I, I ride with him wherever he is. So if you ask me who's going to win, I'm going to tell you Kansas City going to win. But if I had to bet, I would bet Philly. All right. So so why, other than EB, why is Kansas City 
the favorite in your opinion? Is it Kelsey? Is it is it the the two headed monster in in, uh, in McKinnon? And then who who's the back from fucking Rutgers number ten? Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember his name. But he's a good that, I feel like um, I feel like what Mahomes did and to me having a, a messed up ankle and seeing what he did, he manifested in this championship, bro. Well, you don't think the refs have something to do with it? You can't tell me that the fifth uh, down play in the NFL was a good thing. No, I, I'm just. Can, can I'm, you believe that? I, 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 wasn't going I wasn't going technical, bro. I was just going with what I thought as far as that. But if we're just going on pure talent and what I think, man, Philly D line, offensive line is just too fucking much for anybody. Yeah, I'm just good. being honest. That, yeah. Bro, and you know, we live D line and O line. If the D line and O line win, we win in the game. Point yep. period. That's, you know, so that's why I said if we was talking about heart, if I was going with my heart, I would say Kansas City because there's people right. that I love and I got love for there. And I would love to see them win. Now, when go, I'm gonna get somebody gonna win from good either way. But if I had to put my money on it, man, Philly too, it just seemed like it's just made for them this year, man. I just being honest. Yeah, they 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 look really good. I know I got them. They're they're and they're just they're entrenched in the trenches. I mean, they are really good on the offensive and defensive lines. I mean, think about this: their backup defensive linemen are Indomik and Sue and Vinyl Joseph, two guys that I mean, Sue's probably a Hall of Famer, and Joseph has played for fucking ever. So those are their two rotation guys, and then Jordan Davis, their first round nose tackle from Georgia, hardly even plays. He's their three. So they've got dudes everywhere. Do you want to go to secondary? You, because think, that uh, secondary is crazy. That secondary, the secondary is crazy is ridiculous, too. bro. I mean, they got dudes. That, you know, big play Slay is balling. He was first team All Pro this year. They, you know, they've got linebackers coming out of in every angle. They got dudes that can play all yes. over the place. So, okay, do you think this is going to be a high scoring? You know, 30, 37, 34, 41, 38 type game. Or are we going to see the defenses step up and 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 try and corral Mahomes and Hurts? You know what? I I, I have. I'm be honest with you. Mahomes is going to score some points. Okay, Mahomes score some points, and Philly is just Philly averaging like thirty points a game, ain't they? Like Philly averaging like twenty-seven, like five, and and uh, there we go. 27 to 30 and points. Kansas City is like 27 and a half or something like that. So I give it some, I give it some 35, uh, 28, some shit like that. Something like that. Kansas City? Yeah, if it go there, <laughs> for shit show, Kansas City. Yeah. If it go there, for shit show, 35, 35, yeah, yeah. I think if it stay lower, Philly wins. But if they get the scoring, bro, Mahomes gonna Mahomes gonna score. Let's just let's just be honest. Mahomes well, I just gonna don't score. Know how gonna, gonna I don't score. know how they're gonna stop Kelsey. Like the more that I talk That's about what that, I'm saying, bro. Philadelphia like, being as good as they are, how do they stop Kelsey? Because I haven't seen anybody and then ever. they got they got they got more pieces. They have number one, number 10, number 24, um, and it's somebody else, one other dude. They lost hard. Oh, 19 they, or something. They've got Juju Smith Schuster. 
They've got a bunch of dudes all over the field that can absolutely be a matchup nightmare. But Kelsey, yes, I don't care who you put on him. It's not like the the Eagles have Brian Dawkins back there to go stop Travis Kelsey. So I I, I would definitely take the over in these games if you are a betting man because I, I think the NFL. The last thing they want, you remember the the Patriot Rams Super Bowl from like four years ago? That was ago so bullshit. You talking about the boring ass Super Bowl? Yeah, the boring was ten three. Yeah, it was three to yeah. three in the fourth quarter with like five minutes left. They don't want that. That shit, shit was so, so boring, bro. That shit was so boring. So look, the the that was Super Bowl in Atlanta, right? That yeah, that, that, that was Super Bowl in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep. So look, Jalen Hurts is going to be the next guy getting paid here in the National Football League. So yes, just, his story is so outstanding because it's, he's so resilient. He's overcome so much shit. Do you? Think I'm not trying to stop you about Jalen Hurts. But what about Lamar? Come on, man. Lamar Jackson? Yes. Okay, so that, that's where I was actually going. How did you know I was going to okay. ask this question? Because so I fucking Lamar know Jackson, you, man. <laughs> if Lamar Jackson's going to be making 250 to $300 million, how much is Hurts worth? And then if, I'm, if I am Lamar Jackson, do I want to go back to Baltimore or do I want to test the waters other places? Lamar Jackson got to test the water other places because Baltimore did Baltimore did a shit show with him. Meaning, if it was somebody else in that position and they had been doing what Lamar was doing, they would man, he would have been signed, sealed, and delivered. Y'all see the backup come and play a little bit. He ended up going to the Pro Bowl. He's he's, he's a, a good, good player. Yeah. He's, good. he's 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 a good player. He's a really a legit starting quarterback somewhere, right? So now what they tell themselves is we don't have to give him all that money because we got this other dude we can rebuild with we'll just like him. They just did the same shit that they do to all of us. Preach us and, pe and, and prep us up this whole team aspect shit so they can so they can have the the you know the leeway at at the end of the day. Because right. y'all prep us up with this so much team shit, but then when it comes down to the money, you guys don't act shit like no team. You so actually become an enemy. You know where do you think Lamar ends up? Wherever that check it. So I, I'm thinking his like loyalty, his loyalty is over with. His think loyalty is over with. That'll be too much. And, and with Derrick Henry and that old line and that's too much. Win. That's cheating. Like, that's cheating. That's fucking cheating. <laughs> that's cheating in Tennessee. No, Tennessee get him, that's cheating. He needs to go somewhere like the Texans to start all the way over. Ah, fuck all that. How about San Francisco? You can imagine him in San Francisco with that offense. No, I don't want San Francisco to be that good. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. He needs to go somewhere where they sorry. He don't need to go to no great thing to make him extra great. I, I, Lamar also not go where they're here yet. Man, he's man, in, the he's Titans, in such the a Titans unique position. Every game. He's in such a unique position yeah, where he can bro, he is. where he wants to go. So. I, I don't know. I think Jalen Hurts is going to get broke off and paid big time. That kid is is special. He's bro. definitely. Like he's definitely. He's special, bro. Put it like this. He doesn't. Um, he didn't take too many big hits. I think this year. You know. Um, he know how to run. He know how to slide. He know how to get down. He learned that real good. And I think that. Um, I think what he suffered. I, I think what he faced in Alabama groomed him all the way for this shit. Like. He knew to never be in that spot again, in that place again, you know? Like, to be in a sucky-ass place, you know what but I'm saying? To get benched in the national title game and then, like, watch the other guy come in and win it and then you're the problem. And he went to quarterback rehab at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley and did a great job. 
But I, I think like even him getting picked in the second round really pissed him off. So Jalen Hurts has, has really found a way to take all this negative shit and turn it into a positive, which I fucking love. So look, I'm taking sure. Philly. You're taking Kansas City. I think Philly's just too good up front. Uh, and you're you're taking KC, so that that's good. Um, all right, last last question here as we move forward here on the Savage Podcast with my man Lawrence Vickers. Um, Look, I don't know if you watched a lot of Bronco football, but you, you know you've watched Russell Wilson. Watched, throughout do you years. know? How do you feel about Sean Payton? I'm and do you think Russell he Wilson can get fixed? With Sean Payton, um, hold yeah, on, they hired hi Sean Payton the other day. Yep. Wow! You didn't see this? Are you been under a rock? Yeah, I really have, bro. Yeah, wow. the Broncos fans, they 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 uh they got Sean Payton. Sean like Payton, though. So now, do you think Sean Payton has the ability to come in and fix a guy like Russell Wilson? Let me say this: I never played for Sean Payton. A uh, couple, couple of my friends played for him. He's a different, he's a different guy, bro. Yeah, he's out there to be your buddy. Yeah, he, he's a different guy. So I don't know if Russ. I don't know if Russ gonna be able to take all that shit. He's different. He's different. He <laughs> different. In, in Peyton's introductory press conference, he actually said, "Like, well, there's this like this this mo out there that I'm a tyrant and I'm mean." And I'm like, "Yeah, fucking a. That's what we need, bro. I need you to come in and be mean." So, do you think you Russ think Russ is gonna be able to handle all this shit, or is this just the the beginning of the end? Uh, man, what I see with Russ is Russ is a um, he's a technician. I mean, he's he always pays attention to detail. I think this was his um rough year dealing with you know not being in Seattle and having to come to Denver, a whole different place, a whole doing ball game. I just think he needs a little time, sit down, understand what it is he's doing, understand the guys he's playing with, and he gonna make the adjustments. I can't count Russell out because. He's always been, you know, good. Russ always been good. And this is a year that he had a little downtime. He probably been going through some shit and new coach, new atmosphere, new environment, man. Hey, and this shit not going all the way right, but I know he has a humble spirit and he's prayed up. So I wish nothing but the best for him. I think he's going to be okay. And and he don't have no trust with Sean Payton. Sean Payton, hey, Sean Payton going to get the best out your ass or he going to make you quit. That's the type yeah. of coach he is. One of the so two. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, amen. So what's it, is it going to be the Colors or Russ what's going to quit? One of well, the two. One of the two is going to happen this year. Let's hope he's the Colors. Yeah, that's that's cold. last year was fucking hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. All right, my awesome. friend. I mean. Great having you on the show. Nothing but love to you and your family. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Uh, obviously, you know, we'll be we pick different teams, but it's all for the love of the game. And then uh, I'll be reaching out to you real soon. Oh, shit. I'll be reaching out to you real soon uh, to getting hooked up for TCU and Nebraska and CSU and whatnot. I'm actually talking with Rick George and all of them in about two weeks about getting a bunch of us old old heads up there to talk to the young guys about Nebraska and the importance of it and whatnot. So put me on that list. So you good? For sure, so, bro. Love you, man. Tell the family you, I brother. said, hey, the boys, man. You know it. Stay up, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, brother. Love you, man. All right. Go Buffs. Peace.
Peace. All right, folks, that is a wrap. Uh, thank you so much for watching uh, and listening to the Savage Podcast. I am your host, as always, Matt McChesney. A huge thanks to Travis Jones for all he does behind the scenes. Uh, remember, you can go on YouTube and subscribe, and we encourage you to do so. Check out CoachTube for all of the uh, outstanding film work we do, and subscribe to that as well. And then remember to follow everybody at Six Zero Academy uh, on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and whatnot uh, as we move forward. So uh, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have some more shows, uh, and we'll move forward into the offseason. So big thanks to Rico's Burritos for all they do. I'm your host, Matt McDevitt. Peace.